Welcome back midway to the sixth episode of the Midway Panther podcast. In this episode, we have Miss Smith, who will be giving us an interview about biology mm-hmm. and what she's done in her career of teaching. And we also have a special guest. Hello there. So <laughs> keep guessing about who that person is and listen to the interview. And then when we come back from the interview, you will find out who the special guest is, and we'll have a lot of conversations with him. We're going to have a party. Not really. We will have a party. <laughs> That's true. Take it away, Miss Smith. Yes. A little nervous. <laughs> Thanks for the class. <laughs> so let's start off. Uh, I don't know you personally, but I wanted to know, like, what do you teach, and how long have you been teaching? I've been at Midway for 18 years, and I've taught only biology here. So right now I'm just have a straight day of honors biology. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before here, I taught five years at Axtell, mm-hmm. and I taught everything from health to PE to I was their only biology teacher. Um, I also did some seventh grade and eighth grade science. That was really mm-hmm. some fun times with those younger kids. So total 22 years of teaching. That's a long time. And out of all the, those uh, 22 years, what was like the weirdest or most unforgettable situation that, that's happened? <laughs> well, a couple of things came to mind when I was uh, thinking about that question. Uh, when I was teaching seventh grade science at Axtell, mm-hmm. I was on the first floor and we were kind of in this, I don't want to call it like a temporary building, but it was, you know, wasn't well built. And we were on the first floor and had windows and they used to split the boys and the girls because mm-hmm. they thought they were... You know, they would do better if they were separated. Unfortunately, the boys brought in some smell. And so I would open the windows and the window didn't have a screen on it. And so there has been some times where some kids, I've lost some kids during class because they would run out the window. Oh. <laughs> so I would turn my back and then I'd have less kids in the room. So uh, that, that was one kind of unique funny story but you know That's it a, did help with the smell and i really did need those windows open so biology becomes magic yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so that was that was probably one that stands out mm-hmm. i like those seventh grade boys <laughs> <laughs> um well okay so what what is what subject have you taught that that's the most difficult? Because you said that you've taught um health and whatnot in other classes so out mm-hmm. of all those subjects what are the, what is the most difficult well i i think I would have to look at it like as units and I would just say the hardest thing honestly to teach for me are just things that I'm just not that interested in myself and um, that would have to be things like plants Mm. Um, I have a hard time you know trying to I mean obviously I can bring in the real world with the kids just because Mm -hmm. they're that's easy to do because it's around them all day long but to me I just find that topic boring and I just move through it as fast as I can. Um, but honestly, protein synthesis is probably pretty darn difficult with the kids. Um, and then also in honors biology, we kind of get deep into photosynthesis and cellular respiration. And so we like go through glycolysis and trying to talk to a freshman what glycolysis is when they haven't been through chemistry is can be difficult. Mm-hmm. And so I would definitely say probably that, mm-hmm. you know. So you probably had to go to school to start teaching at a school so uh tell us about like uh, that like what you kind of learned and 
Well, I started off, I went to Baylor, mm -hmm. and I honestly made it to my junior year, and I was pre-med. And I just had a ton of science classes, and so I wasn't happy. Um, I just, sometimes when you, when you have to go to college, mm -hmm. you kind of take on what your parents just keep telling you, like, hey, why don't you do this? You'd be good at that. You'd be good. And it's just easier to have an answer than to actually know and admit that you don't really know what you want to do. And so it was easier for me just to say, okay, my mom wants me to go to medical school, so let's just do it. So I went three years at Baylor taking tons of science classes, and I, it was, it was difficult. Um, I did well, but I wasn't happy. And so I love sports. Mm -hmm. And so what I decided to do was, hey, I want to coach. And so I kept biology, which sounds kind of terrible, although I do like it. I'm good at really, I'm good at science and math, but I kept biology as my major just because I had so many courses and I didn't want to lose um, the credits that I had earned. And so I tacked on uh, physical education. So I have a double major um, and I went into coaching and I've since given up, given it up, but honestly, education was kind of a second thought. Um, but again, it was a scary second thought just because you didn't. I didn't really know what I wanted to do, mm -hmm. and it's scary to say that you don't. Definitely. Yeah. So you you did say that you're a big fan of like math and science, and I know this isn't a scripted question, but it's very important at Midway. What are your thoughts on the feud between physics and chemistry here? I don't know if I know the feud. What's the feud? Oh, well, a big feud. Chemistry is Evans fake. and Moose. It's, yeah. Oh. To convince their students that the other <laughs> subject is fake. Yeah. Oh, are they? Okay, I've not heard this. Well, I, I definitely that does sound like Crystal Moose to do that. Um, I don't know about, you know, miss, whatever Mr. Evans says, you you probably should, yeah. you know, I, I go with gold. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's been here a while. He's pretty darn trustworthy. Not to say Miss Moose isn't. I'm just saying. <laughs> I. I don't know. The problem is, I think I met Miss Moose this morning. Did you? And I didn't know that was Miss Moose. For the first time? Yeah. Really? Oh. <laughs> she makes herself known, even if you don't have her as a teacher. Hope, I hope she doesn't listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> I do love her. <laughs> I mean, if she's listening to it, then I guess I'm on her side then. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I, <laughs> I think that's pretty good if both of them are, you know, obviously supporting their own courses. I think I went a bit too fast saying chemistry's fake. I don't have to play that game. Everybody has to take biology. So, yeah. they're just lucky if they get me. <laughs> did you always want to be a teacher? No, I did not want to always be a teacher. And I'll be honest with you, I think one of your questions is you want to, what would I do if yeah. I wasn't a teacher? Yeah. This sounds completely terrible, uh, but I would be a really good stay-at-home mom. Like, oh. I really would probably be president of the PTA. I want to work out every single day. But besides that, I'm also really good at organizing. Mm. So I think that would give me enough time to like make my own company and I could organize your lives like I hate clutter and there's so many people that don't know how to deal with it and I could just make your life amazing I do really I do wonders with pantries like I don't want to say I mean I watch the Kardashians Chloe Chloe Kardashians is like kind of my model in terms of like I love how she organizes things and that's kind of how I want want to be if I had time to do it. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I could help people doing that. Oh, yeah. Um, in your years of teaching, what, what would you say is a common myth or, you know, your, a common myth in your job or expertise that you've seen? You know, you always hear you know, students, you know, just thinking that we don't have friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I remember going to the mall one day and I was walking with my friend and actually it was Carrie Shelton. And the next day at school, they said, we, I saw you at the mall. You were with somebody. I said, oh yeah, that's my friend. You have friends? <laughs> and I just thought that was like kind of strange because I think students think that we live and breathe teaching. But then I think on the other side of it, I, you know, we get our summers off and I think sometimes the community thinks that we don't work hard. Like we do, we mm -hmm. work hard and you know, my pay is broken up with 12 months. So yes, mm -hmm. I get paid over the summer, but I basically get a cut in pay, um, you know, throughout the year, obviously. So, I mean, I, we work hard. Teachers mm -hmm. work very hard and we do have friends and we do like to go to the mall <laughs> sometimes <Yeah. laughs> when you're not sleeping. My mom's a teacher, so I... Yeah, they really do. They're like, what are you, what are you doing? Like outside of the classroom. Uh, well, you know... Not teaching I, the students? Exactly. Like not grading papers? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't ask that, would I? Yeah. <laughs> so... As a teacher, you've done a lot of things that are always like you were told that as a teacher you're going to do them. But what are some things that no one ever told you a teacher would do? Oh, I didn't know that I was going to be basically a hall monitor to the bathrooms. Like, I didn't realize that this job entailed, like, I'm a counselor. Like, last year, I'm a janitor because I had a clean in between classes. Um, yes, because of COVID, but I mean, I do. I pick up mud off off my kids' shoes that track through my classroom. I didn't know I was going to be doing those kind of things. Mm -hmm. Making phone calls, you know, being a shoulder to cry on for, you know, for a colleague. Like, there is just a lot throughout the day. I mean, yes, I got to teach glycolysis, but there's way more mm -hmm. on these kids' brains than learning glycolysis. And so I have to take into that into effect just, you know, how mm -hmm. I can you know, be there for everyone, not just the students, but everyone in this school. Yeah. Chuck? Um, well, so what, what, what's one book that you would recommend to everyone? Oh. I will tell you, I don't get a whole lot of time to read, mm -hmm. I'll have to tell you, but I read like young adult books, I'll have uh, to say, and most of the kids that I talk to, like they've seen the movies for everything. Um, and Hunger Games comes into into my brain. And I really encourage them. They said they've never read the books, but they really, really do. And Divergent, like I've read all those books as well. Um, the movies are terrible <laughs> that they need to read the books. Um, but, you know, I just kind of pick up. I, I like murder mysteries. And so I read James Patterson and he does an Alex Cross series. Um, never heard of it it's really good like this guy's Alex Cross and he's a he's a cop um, and he's just old-school cop and he there's always somebody after him just because he's so good mm -hmm. um, but I've read every single one of his books mm -hmm. so the Alex Cross series for James Patterson I would highly recommend it if you like murder mystery okay. <laughs> um, I have one last question it's kind of off the cuff here but uh, so in America, or I guess in the world in general, there's a growing population, right? So in, in America specifically, there's 385,000 babies born each day. So what would you think, what would you think is the greatest issue that that causes? I didn't realize the statistics on every day. That's how many yeah, babies I think, are I born. I think it's every day. Some is it per year? Or is it per? It's, it's some. <laughs> that seems like a lot of babies. I, 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 I remember reading that somewhere that it was it was some really big statistic either every day or every year. 
But in any case, there's a lot of babies being born, a lot of people in the population. Is it okay? Yeah, okay. okay. Well, yeah. Then that's probably every year. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So. So with that statistic, did that come with any numbers of, are these wanted babies? Are they where are these babies going? Home. I would hope because I definitely support you know having kids. Um, I definitely think that. We are living in a society today, I'll be honest with you, mm -hmm. that um, sex education mm -hmm. isn't taught well in schools. Mm -hmm. And so I do, like you could say the word AIDS. When I was in school, they hammered that into us, like how you can get it, what it is. The kids of today, mm -hmm. I think they know, they know the name, but they don't know how to... You know, just how to be safe. Control in the, it, yeah. Yes, exactly. And so I, you know, I've kind of talked when we go through our human body systems um, and I've talked with kids and they just they need a class mm -hmm. and I feel like something's happening where it's kind of falling through mm -hmm. the cracks I, I don't know who it falls on I don't have enough time to go into sex education mm -hmm. um, with the kids and with all the curriculum that I have to cover before our st stupid star test <laughs> but uh, they definitely need that mm -hmm. and whether it I mean it needs to come at home I mean, there's a lot of problems that can be solved with you know parents taking care of those kind of things as well and then we can help support you know the kids here at school with some sort of course mm -hmm. that would help that because I think there's some classes that get it but I'm not sure if health's even required it's been required and not required and then that's true. but that's definitely something that every every kid should have yes, well, thank you so much for, you know, taking time out of your morning and yeah. giving us this interview. Yes, thank you. You're so, welcome. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're yeah. going to be heading back to the other room <laughs> to filming the rest, I guess, now. Right, Chuck? Yeah, we are. What other room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, it's, it's a tradition. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're, yeah. <laughs> so you go... All right, thank you, Ms. Smith, for being here on the podcast with us. And now we're going to start our interview with our special guest, Michael Becker. Michael, Michael Becker. Becker! Yeah, Michael Becker! <laughs> Michael Becker, how are you today? You know, I'm doing all right. This week was kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, having both Monday off and then the, the short day Thursday and not knowing what that was going to look mm -hmm. like was definitely a bit of a throw off, but. You know, we made it through. It's been all right. Yeah, we did indeed. So it was wonky. <laughs> it was wonky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The curbs. The curbs. Yeah, the yeah. icy curbs. Icy curbs. Yeah. yeah. I slipped on it like four times. It was like Disney on ice. <laughs> I, so were there other, other actual like schools that closed down? Because I know that a lot of schools in the area closed down. Um, Midway didn't. But China wow. China Spring closed down. I know that. Oh, yeah. really? Because a lot of them have to cross over bridges to get there. Yeah, that makes sense. I know that a lot of not a lot of the roads that. We're, we're blocked off. Yeah. Not as many in the Midway area, but some of the uh, other areas. So. Sounds unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> I mean, you know, to close down for the well, students, that's good, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of more people showed up than I actually expected. So I think, yeah. you know, it was it was a bit risky, but yeah. I think we did it. But know. we did have a two-hour delay, which was fun. Yeah, yeah sleep. 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 Yeah. 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 sleep. sleep. More sleep. Uh, all of us here are big fans of sleep. Uh, I'm not me personally. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, I mean, I, there's, I, have, I have another priority above sleep. And it's homework. <laughs> Everyone in here, but Michael and Chuck, is a big fan of sleep. <laughs> Chuck, who? Who cares? Oh, right. When did I ask? <laughs> no, sorry. Right. So, uh, anyways, we're we're here to interview Michael, which we 
already forgot about. But (laughs) now we're actually going to interview you. So I believe we are talking about new technologies. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Yeah, technology. New. Yeah. Yeah. Modern. (laughs) Modern technology. Well, I guess kind of jumping in to the first topic. um, what What do you think about fusion energy? Oh, man. I mean... I think it's a cool idea. I think that, you know, given the examples that we've seen of it, not usable to us, but the fact that basically all of their energy on Earth is powered by fusion energy of of the sun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, so I'm going to, if we could, if we could, I mean, I know this is kind of the basics. We kind of already know this, but like if we could use that like effectively, (laughs) it would just be incredible. Yeah, it would. A a favorite, not favorite, but a famous uh, villain, you know, if we could harness the power of the sun in the palm of our hand. Spider-Man, yeah. Oh, it's well, Doc Ock from Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that'd, be, that'd be really incredible. And, you know, I think the the ability for us to do it is not something that's impossible, but it's mm-hmm. just the constraints of what we can build to house yeah. that technology yeah. and harness it is just mm-hmm. not something we're quite at yet. I think the yeah. research may be getting somewhere close, but not... I, I think so, yeah. It's not... Yeah, I don't, I don't see it as something like we're right there. You know, we're, we know, could be heading there. Yeah, but, but it's going to be within our lifetimes, right? I mean, hopefully. I mean, that's, what, that's what they've always said, right? Thirty yeah. years out. I mean, they've been saying thirty yeah, years out yeah. from like the sixties, though. Yeah. So yeah. We, we we don't know. I don't um, know if you've ever seen this one video. It's like inside a nuclear reactor, and it's like it's just like flaming inside. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah it's like plasma, or I don't know. I don't know exactly. I forget yeah. what it was, but I think it was in China. They were harnessing yeah. the power of the sun. It look, I mean, it's very. I think I remember reading that 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 is isn't if as efficient as this I mean nowhere near actually um, it they're using more energy to power it than they are making from it yeah so it's not really efficient it's more like at that point you know a curiosity like hey look we did it yeah, like, yeah. we're not it's, actually doing anything exactly. with it it's, yeah. it's an accomplishment <laughs> yeah it's, not it's one step <laughs> to, <laughs> to get there so well yes but actually no <laughs> <laughs> my thoughts exactly yeah well, well, more on modern on. I got a, science, I got a general science question. Yeah. It's not really. It's like yeah. I don't know if we asked this to Mr. Evans. I think it's a physics question. Uh, it, it's the it's so it's the one where okay. So the Earth right now we're moving right uh-huh. relative to a lot of objects. Like for instance, the Sun. We're moving around the Sun. Okay. If all of a sudden, right, our you know our speed relative to the Sun just went to zero, right? So we're no we just stop. What would happen to us? Like, what would happen would happen to like oh to us? Yeah, us on Earth, like not on the Earth, Earth, not the Earth itself, not like, the Earth us itself. on Earth. Yeah, well, you. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting question. You know, how would gravity be able to contain? You oh know, wait, would, would, then, would be enough of a force yeah. to compared to the, the sheer inertia of. So you know, we're going really fast right now. Incredibly yeah, fast. Yeah, I so, think like at least twelve miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, at least well. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's a safe uh, uh, you know starting point. Yeah, yeah. try minimum some at twelve. But right. like I've thought about this before, and I think one thing would I think one safe bet is that us right now we would go flying the direction of where we're going in, right? It's like this so way. where we're like, rotating or where yeah, we're revolving. Revolving. I mean, you yeah. can also consider. Okay, so what if we also stop rotating too? But just to make it simpler, okay, so it isn't just, isn't like the re- or the revolving I would say or the orbit's going like accelerating at an angle upwards, right? Her, it's, it's not, not. I've seen that actually circular, yeah. yeah. But it's not. It's elliptical. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's. But it's. I don't think it's accelerating. Yeah. In any direction, particularly. It, it's kind of like if you're in a car 
and you're you're going like 60 miles per hour and you suddenly go from 60 to zero, you're going to go flying. The car's going to stop, but you're going to go flying. Right. It's the same inertia here. Yeah, yeah inertia. So, so how would that work on the scale of the entire Earth? So you yeah. just have to keep running when the Earth stops. No, I would like if, if we're on like the, the wrong side of the Earth, you know, do we hit? Do, do you do you just yeah. get squished into the earth? Yeah, or do you, we would hit the wall or hit the the floor, depending on yeah, like where. <laughs> does gravity just increase? Like, does inertia cause like a simulated just change in gravity everywhere? I think like if the earth is like going this way and we're standing here and it stops and we'd flat, we become flat, right? And on the other oh. end, you would just yeah. Oh, would, yeah. would we hit escape velocity though? That's, that's the important <laughs> yeah. question. Can for the we affect so on that <laughs> Can we effectively <laughs> launch the next generations of astronauts to space by just stopping their momentum? <laughs> that is the question that we're trying to really answer here. Is what I'm hearing. I think if we're technologically advanced to the point where we can just stop <laughs> on a whim, I think we have. We, I think we, we have it. I, I would say a safe bet is that we just go flying. Yeah, I mean, well, and I think it's more than that, though. I think you'd burn up in the atmosphere because objects now, when they come in, they burn up, right? Depending on how far you get flung, yeah. like you'd have yeah. to you'd have to run the numbers for it, you know, to see it's like you know the, the actual inertia of the Earth, and then you could transfer that inertia just onto to our level. Yeah, you can you know, do that. Can you do that, Albert Einstein, and say that and get Albert Einstein? What? Or he was wait. No, I just want him to say that the Albert Einstein. Yeah, you, just, you want me to do the other. Yeah, but what, say, what he just said. Yeah, uh, what did you say, Michael? I just you'd have to run the numbers to see whether or not you know the momentum transfer from the entire Earth. So it's like you know conservation momentum, right? Yeah, I'm gonna paraphrase. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, so the momentum transfer, you need to calculate that, and then you plug in for the momentum, and uh, Albert Einstein would not be this. Uh, dead. <laughs> <laughs> he would say it a lot better. Einstein. Very interesting to discover. Yeah, yeah, it would be. And when, like, a <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I started stumbling there, stumbling over words. Um, before you asked that question, I was going to say, since we were on the topic of modern technology, what do you guys think about the metaverse? The metaverse, like metaverse. the Facebook metaverse, yeah. metaverse, yeah. Uh, Omniverse is that what Microsoft has? I have no clue. I'm not very well versed yeah. in this kind of. Well versed. I don't. I don't really know a whole lot about it. I think I don't. I, I don't know. I should, yeah. I, don't know. I, I haven't looked into it at all. It's yeah. just, I feel like it's something that's not going to have much effect on my life. Oh, I mean, no. And this, I think. Unless it, they mandate. Like, <laughs> I, if you asked me two or three years ago, okay, so what do you think, you know, platforms like, like uh, Skype? How is that going to progress? I think okay, because I, I never used Skype then. Uh -huh. But now look at us, look 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 at us now. We use it Zoom all the time, right? I mean, the thing with Metaverse is that they're changing the way you access stuff into you can buy stuff, and then in in that realm, like you don't have to go to physical shops anymore. Yeah, you just uh -huh. go around. It's like Facebook Marketplace, but like it's there. <laughs> so it's basically Amazon. Yeah, yeah, I'd say it's so. Just, it's just Amazon. I'd say so. I'd rather use Amazon though. Why would why would I want to put myself in, like well, in a, maybe put on a headset and go and walk through a virtual shop? Oh, really? That's 
Is I have actually like heard what that is. Is that kind of what it is? Is it? Is it like no, a, like, like you virtual, stay where you are. Right, but it's like a virtual reality is type. It, you, yeah, yeah. yeah, so well, as far as I've seen, this one person spent like 100 days in the metaverse, which is like 30 minutes roughly. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Can you actually access it now? I thought that was just something that worked. You can. It, it might be. It's, oh, it's in his development phase. Yeah, yeah. The devil phase. So, yeah, what as far as he showed, it was like, uh, I mean, Club Penguin, right? <laughs> it's like, really? What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> the graphics, like, level of graphics. No, trying to get it no, right. no, it's no. not the level of graphics. So, you know you Minecraft. Roblox, you see? All right. It is kind yeah. of similar to Roblox. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. you see the same people. So, in Club Penguin, you, you can, like, talk to someone. Okay. Type in the chat. Except in the metaverse, you have headphones and everything. Yeah. It's the same concept. You meet random people, and you're like, hey, what's up? And they respond to you, which is the creepy part. You don't know who this person <laughs> is, and you can add them on Facebook from, like, the, Ooh, where they are. That's oh. a bit... That's so it's like it's like yeah I mean, they don't have to accept that's your true ad, that's true which that's still though better <laughs> and then he started walking towards this place where it, it was almost like a market mm -hmm. like a food store and and he ordered stuff and it got delivered to his house huh. that's kind of great would you walk through the market yeah yeah so that's this is like VR Amazon. Yeah, kind of. Or like but a, also Minecraft at the same time. Yeah, yeah it's like every gaming. I think I'd rather just that's shop weird. on Amazon though, like on the app. Like I don't know if I would want to go through the trouble of having to. The thing is, it won't affect the generation now. But since we this that's is true. this is modern technology, yeah. so we have to see that. Like, what do you guys think would be its impact for the future? I, I mean, like like I said earlier, I think so. You know, we didn't. I think we'll start to see be used more in business. You know, business uh -huh. meetings definitely. So. I don't know, I think that's the most immediate result. I think it was largely pushed forward because of the pandemic. Yeah. And if there's another worldwide pandemic or situation like this. Or world war. Or world war. <laughs> you can't see it, but I just raised my hand I and mean, I made a suspicious face. Who's to say? We don't know. That's a, this is a one week from now, right? So when they're hearing about it. Yeah, this, you might yeah. be hearing about this in a bunker next yeah. week. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, or things could be totally chill and well, just yeah. sitting here Hopefully wondering what's going to happen. We're all going to have beards in a week. <laughs> yeah. No all listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what situation you're in, this podcast will keep you covered. Just yes. a week before the world. <laughs> so, a week behind all the news. Yeah. Anyway, what are you saying? Uh, yeah, but like, if a situation ever occurs where everyone's at home again, mm -hmm. then that would be really useful for definitely businesses for just interaction. Yeah. Now, is is your face attached to it at all? Like, can you like can, you like can. on your avatar that's walking around? Is is your? I think you that's, can a, choose, that's a good right? question. Because if it uh, is, then that just yeah. it, it just it just takes the idea of Zoom and makes it. Yeah, I almost want to Mobile. say like you know, quote unquote, more lifelike. That's not yeah. really, but it just it just adds it's a different novelty to the same type yeah. of interaction that we're already getting yeah. through every other social media platform. I think like that's the one thing they address yeah. just to keep your um you know your identity safe. You can customize yeah. your face. Yeah, and he's at, he had an ad. Uh, Zuckerberg had an ad a couple months ago, and in that ad, there were in, there, he was in a business meeting, and there was like a red monster, and oh, like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Right. it was okay, like yeah. all these yeah, and it was okay. I don't know, I, I guess that was to show that you don't need to be you know yes yeah you which, don't you need to be you which is I guess good you know in, in a digital online sense that's yeah nice. uh -huh. like yeah. like you said you don't know who you're running into so putting your actual face mm -hmm. up there may not be the safest exactly thing yeah to do. but in a business meeting I mean is that is particularly professional I don't know 
I, I feel like in a meeting there would be rules set by the company. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just I don't like know. you could just <laughs> change just like your avatar. No mind. Yeah, on, on like like all the school zooms. Like, all right, mic off, camera off. You know, only talk. You know, when, when we set rules like uh-huh. that for, for those kind of yeah. conversations, yeah. it would be funny if like, why is there twenty me's in this? <laughs> it's no. like the teacher, and the teacher's like everywhere. You know? No Shrek skins. Take yeah. off the Shrek skins. <laughs> all the, the the craziness would be be fun to watch. Yeah, well, no, since a lot of schools or like business meetings use Zoom, like um, not not a lot, but some of them use like those free trial versions where it ends in like forty five minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Imagine they're just like talking in the metaverse, just like forty five minutes exceeded pay to continue. How are they, how are they monetizing it? What I, I think, think ads, ads, yeah. And I think just here in a meeting and an ad just comes up. It's <laughs> for an opposing company. It's <laughs> for a job position somewhere else. I think it's, everyone else sees it. I heard you applied. <laughs> but it's important that you know how they're monetizing it because mm-hmm. if you don't know how they're making money, then they yeah. could be t- making money off information that you provide, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I think that doesn't sound out of the realm of what. Facebook. Would be. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. So. As far as it stands now, it's gonna hurt the environment negatively and positively. Yeah, More the environment isn't like the ecosystems. No, no, like our social, social, oh, social. Just clarifying. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, because it definitely would have negative impacts, impacts on the yeah. environment. Social like, anxiety, probably. No, like on the the like the Earth environment. Oh, that's different. It would definitely have a negative. That, that'd be like a whole thing that people would study. Yeah. yeah. I think it would be more than a conversation. Yeah. I mean, look at Bitcoin. Bitcoin has, uh, has a lot of negative effects That's on the environment. That's a good transition because I was going to get there. Okay, yeah. Really, yeah. So, yeah. cryptocurrency, what do you think about it? Do, what, what, do we think what, about what do you guys think? Do you think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be the next... Again, that's like this. Google this one, I really have no. I don't. I don't. I've no. I don't think yeah, a lot of people don't have any sees on it. Yeah, I don't know anything about Bitcoin or NFTs or any of that stuff. It's like is, I don't nothing. I, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but at the basic level, it's just there are ways in which you can find certain very specific types of information that serve as just what how do you how to describe like like just codes or safety mm-hmm. measures and people will use those in encrypting things yeah. and will pay for that and that's the basis of mm-hmm. it I, I know it's different at different yeah. levels but that's isn't that the kind of the general idea and forgive that me makes sense. for those I, people who I, actually know what it is i don't think I, any of us i don't would have know. a full understanding on this I, we, I, 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 I need to research it though because yeah. that's it's coming up as an important enough thing that's yeah. worth knowing about it so is yeah you can I, make money I, off. we could probably interview another student on this at some point yeah, yeah. so someone that's knowledgeable, I would say, more than us. More, more than, than us. us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's definitely a lot of people out there that know things about it. Yeah, so that'd be, that'd be an interesting topic to, to continue but looking one, at. One thing that's interesting that I think about all the time is that uh, I think 10 years ago, Bitcoin was worth less than a dollar. Yeah. Right? So one Bitcoin was really cheap, right? Yeah. It was really cheap. And so if you bought 10 Bitcoins then, you'd be rich. Today, I'm, I'm you'd be imagine really that. rich. Yeah, you'd be really. I mean, for yeah. average, you'd be really rich. Yeah, like ten bitcoins would set you up. What's for the What's the price now? Like forty thousand, thirty six, thirty thousand, yeah, forty thousand, no, somewhere like around, that. Yeah, so four hundred thousand dollars. That's that's a lot of money. I can. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can buy land, even though it's so volatile. Yeah, you know? yeah. And that's the thing about you know going into it now that I do notice is just how volatile it is and mm-hmm. how it's almost like. Unless you're you're strategically knowing, okay, I want to make this much out of it, and you're uh-huh. waiting for that specific moment, you know, leaving it on mm-hmm. doesn't seem. 
it's just, it's just so it's just so up and down that you know you have to kind of Definitely. pick you just have to just kind of pick a moment, mm-hmm. which I guess is you know the the, the way that all stocks work. Yeah, but yeah. This, it seems that even more so with this, you kind of the risk game is a lot higher and lower. It's a lot harder to predict. Mm-hmm. You know, so it would seem that you'd have to be a bit more focused on what you're trying to do with it. Just to lighten up the mood a little bit, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know this is this has been something that's been around for a long time. I think ever since like we were like this is the future, flying cars. Okay, that's been something that's we always when we say the future is like flying cars. Why do you think that? Like, why do you think flying cars is? I think it combines the idea of something you know ordinary that we've come getting used to a car yeah. with something that is not what it, like that we would associate with. A f- like a quote fut- futuristic little I mean, technology which is flying yeah. despite how you know practical or impractical it could be it's like if we could get cars to fly yeah. that would be the future if, if, just, there's just the concept of if it if I see so. the future the first thing that comes to my mind is like cars that are going around yeah, it's like, like, like buildings like yeah. Star Wars like speeder type yeah, exactly. so, you know, just, and they're the massive skyscrapers and it's always nighttime yeah. for whatever reason yeah. in the future <laughs> I don't I don't personally think flying cars would be a thing because where there are I mean Cars that can fly, not, but they're not—they're yeah. not—they're not the ones that I guess we would yeah. think like Star Wars. They don't have like they don't hover off the ground with them, you know, like propellers. Yeah, the, the I'm ones not. Yeah, you're right. I'm not saying like they won't be real. They would be real. It could be. And yeah, they, they very well. But you know, is it worth it for them to be? Yeah. I just see it as like helicopters with wheels. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I'm saying. Like that—that that already kind of exists, doesn't it? I've helicopter with wheels or cars that, sure that, with, that with propellers that can fly yes I've seen those. yeah yeah so those exist already so yeah but we just don't have the infrastructure to support that yeah yeah I, I think something that's important to look at when you think about the future is we're thinking about the future in terms of the present yes. yeah if we true. were actually looking at like predicting what the next big technology was then we would invent it and that would be the future. So we're we're thinking about how we can improve the stuff we have right now. Mm-hmm. But the the, the future, uh, the quote unquote future, is probably not gonna look like that. It's gonna be whatever innovations happen mm-hmm. next later. Yeah. Similar yeah. to the internet. I mean I'm yeah. sure a hundred years ago people would, yeah. wouldn't have thought about the internet. I mean and I, I'd actually agree with you because in the future we don't know what resources will be available yeah. for us to use and what resources maybe would. fusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can fusion. do our best to try to predict. You know, we maybe, can do our best yeah. to try to anticipate and to yeah. you know prepare ourselves. But in the end, like you said, so much of when we think of the progress of the future is, is mm-hmm. again, like you said, just whatever it is that that becomes, yeah. like whatever discovered, whatever is you know found, we can. If we know that we're looking in certain areas, we can, you know, estimate that, okay, if we're looking for improvement in these areas, yeah. then, you know, maybe if we find that improvement, this is what the future yeah. could look like. But sometimes that improvement looks very different than what we anticipated it looking like. And the the effects of that improvement also, I say improvement, more just like advancement, you know, yeah. just mm-hmm. going forward. And on, on top of the cars thing, what do y'all... I got an interesting question. What do you think about um, the whole, you know, it's, it's becoming more and more of a thing, not as widespread in the populace, but it's, it's, it's becoming and gradually being more and more implemented, the idea of like the self-driving or the autonomous car. Because mm-hmm. I think one of the more interesting things about that is not the technology itself, but how like we view that, you mm-hmm. know, 
do we like are we looking at that as yes this is a good thing that's better for the future or is this a this is a scary thing that could cause harm what does science say about it mm-hmm. and then how much of it is our like stigmas against it yeah i mean i think it's kind of both mm-hmm. i think it's interesting and really cool that a car the idea of a car driving for you but at yeah. the same time one thing that i think is kind of a big question right now is if that car gets into an accident and you weren't the one driving who's at fault is it you yeah. or is it the company that makes the car yeah i think that's, that's true i don't know that's something if it, what if it kills someone Right? Or how does it make decisions? What if it what if it asked to make a decision to whether you know either kill you, let you die, or have it to swerve and you know into to mm-hmm. a, a person who's walking a civilian, mm-hmm. right? A pedestrian. Yeah. So so who makes those decisions? How how do, how do companies yeah. know to make those decisions? Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. I, I think something that's really important if self-driving cars are going to advance and like become more mainstream is that they need to be able to react to human. Mm-hmm randomness which is very hard to do because humans make very bad decisions while driving mm-hmm. and very and they're very unpredictable mm-hmm. so like for a computer to be able to quickly react to that that'd be a really important step yeah i, think. I i'm sorry that you're, you're, you're good you're good um I, sometimes when i just go down the road right i see <laughs> most of the stuff like what it, how how to AI see this, right? Since we're talking about self-driving. Right, 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 right. When road, like new roads are made, then there's a new flow of traffic, new speed. Mm-hmm. Although it can look, or it can assess what's going in front of it, the whole, in front of the car, no matter how many sensors you have, there's always this problem of like, it has higher potential to fail mm-hmm. than a human. Because a car, are like like cars that had pretty bad drivers. We, yeah. I mean, of course, but we have this reaction of like insta fight or flight. That's true. Mm-hmm. Whereas an AI, it, it needs to be taught like the ethics. We don't need to be taught the ethics. If we hopefully. if we see a deer, <laughs> yeah, hopefully. If we see a deer, like while we're driving, what's the first thing you do? You brake and then you would swerve. Yeah, but as long as the car is taught, it's just taught to stop and wait. If that makes sense, it's like it senses something and it doesn't swerve. I've never seen it swerve. That's true because if like since the same the deer scenario, like deer jumps to the road, AI car is going to slam on the brakes and stop. Maybe even faster than a human would. You know Mm -hmm. who 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 knows? But then what happens when the deer stays in the road? Yeah, you know the AI wouldn't know what to do we'd have to teach you what to do because mm-hmm. if, if i'm driving in that case especially if, it's, yeah. especially if it's like nighttime i'm like i'm, doing, I'm probably laying on the horn like get off the road dear yeah, will, will, the AI ever what? <laughs> will an ai ever honk yeah would, would the ai that's a, that's a good point like would it like because that's so much of the way we as humans when we drive communicate on the road in you know, like haunting, flashing our brights. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, but well, it, it, in ten scenarios, is well, yeah. I mean, hand signs maybe not ideal, but they are an effective way. <laughs> you know, they are an effective way to to communicate some things that you know a car, even in, like mm-hmm. a, a quote unquote smart car, yeah. couldn't do. Like yeah. honking the horn. Like if the, the car may know that okay, there's a car next to me, I need to you know not take X and Y action, mm-hmm. but. Does it know when it's appropriate to alert the other car of that? Yeah. The other, the other human driver, yeah. or if we're at a point where they're all AI cars, do they 
tell each other that? Do they, do <laughs> that's they something. That? Yeah. yeah that's that is cool. something. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. Bridging the gap. I think if mm-hmm. the whole system was AI driven, it'd be great. It would be, I mean, it wouldn't be perfect, but yeah. then again, it would be, it would, the margin for error would no longer be in our hands. It would be in the, in the AI. In the AI's mm-hmm. hands, which is another question. Like, are we comfortable doing that? I think yeah. that some people are going to control. Some yeah. people are, some people aren't. Yeah. As, as long as we have people that are thinking in terms of, you know, some things are better with humans compared to AI, I think we'd be in a better spot. If we have an entire society thinking AI is going to be the best, I feel like that's that's just, you know, I, I, do you know what the midnight or the midnight clock is? The doomsday clock? Oh, yeah. It, it's like that just waiting to go to um, zero seconds. Or what is it? It's at zero. It's just zero is the midnight. Is, yeah, yeah, when it hits midnight. Yeah, <laughs> oh, really? hence the name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, wait. So every day does it like reset? No, it doesn't reset. The thing is, and now it's at hundred seconds away from midnight. That's wait, when like wait. doomsday starts. I think right. Or it, it's like a scale of like how close we are to a potential catastrophe, like apocalyptic event. Yeah. So it's, mainly in terms of like nuclear warfare, yeah. where it's like. How long would it take from this point for it to happen yeah. if something happened? If so, like yeah, yeah. So like if like how how tense is it right now? Yeah. To, where, to where yeah to where any oh. any decision that can be mm-hmm. made within you yeah. know the reasonable amount of decisions that could be made given the situation, mm-hmm. yeah. how long from that moment before the world ends? Yeah. Okay, so it's not saying we're hundred seconds away. No, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, so like, guys, you, y'all won't be listening to this. Guys, <laughs> Just like, uh, you'll uh, be listening for the uh, bloggers. 100 seconds of 20 seconds left? Yeah. Um, well, that's really interesting. You know, one thing I was just thinking about. We're going to cut this episode short, guys. <laughs> you know, one thing I was thinking about is I think we should be moving away from, from you know, individuals who drive cars. I think we should be moving mm-hmm. towards public transportation. I, talking about moving towards, uh, let's move towards what we're doing for spring break since. No. <laughs> <laughs> We, we can sit on public transit for like a little uh, bit. Yeah. yeah. No, I think the system that we have in America is honestly not the greatest. Yeah. The idea of everyone having their own car mm-hmm. yeah. is is just not the greatest system. Yeah. You know, public mm-hmm. transit is just it's more efficient. Mm-hmm. It it causes a lot less just traffic and congestion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's so many ways that it is a better system. It's yeah. just not what we like to think of. You yeah. know, we, we want to think Probably. of I get my car and I yeah, can I get go my where I personal want. choices. Well, yeah, and I can, I can you know, because yeah. public transit, like, say I want to just run to the grocery store real quick, right? Yeah. But I got to wait for the bus to get to my house at, you know, whatever, <laughs> or whatever nearby mm-hmm. spot. To where Bicycling. I, yeah. That's true. That's that's the one thing that we yeah. don't yeah. have a lot of infrastructure for in America is, is biking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just in the way that our cities are laid out and the mm-hmm. way that our roads are designed. Yes. Which is, it can know, be pretty difficult. I mean, if you mm-hmm. live in the neighborhood over there and in, in Hewitt, that Hewitt Road, there's no sidewalk. You can't you walk. Drive. You can't yeah. drive. Yeah, yeah. There's no, if you live in the neighborhood that's aqua- across that big road and you want to get to HEB, you got to drive. You mm-hmm. can't, you can't just I ride mean, your bike. That is, that's it, partly, partly true. Because, yeah. uh, do you know where the, the Woodgate Elementary School yeah. is? Well, it, I guess it will be an element. Yeah. They're changing the name, actually. I think it's going to be Midway uh, Elementary. Chapel Hill? Yeah, is name Chapel Hill. It, it, it was Woodgate Intermediate, they're making it Chapel Hill mm-hmm. Elementary. Mm-hmm. So when you go down like the straight, not like turning or anything, okay. the sidewalk abruptly cuts and you mm-hmm. have to merge into the road or mm-hmm. onto the road. Yeah. And 
as far as I've been down there, um, it, it is very, I wouldn't say unsafe because like the times that I go, it's like a Saturday or Sunday, so there's no cars mm-hmm. on the road. Uh-huh. But if you were to go, like say you're a person, you know, biking at like 2, 2 p.m., mm-hmm. you're home and it's a day off. It, it's, it's like very unsafe. Yeah. Considering yeah. that one, you have to change your lane from right all the way to the left. Mm-hmm. And I think some people would know here, like the, you know where the McDonald's is, right? Where you turn yeah. to the left. Um, you have to change your lane from a right to a left, but the cars also turn to the left. So you have you, to watch out for a lot when you're okay. riding your bus. Yeah, and, you're talking about in the cross, the crosswalk. Yep. You're not, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's for, that's yeah. That's what we're saying. There's no real infrastructure. There's yeah. no. Yeah. It, and that's a, well, the annoying part. Yeah. Only in really in big cities. Yeah. In which case they've realized that we kind of have to rely yeah. on mass transit. <laughs> yeah. 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 And biking and walking. It, it's like if New York exactly. City had the population density of Waco, it would, it would be, be enormous. So big. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I mean, Houston, you can see Houston from space. I know. That's insane. really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, if you look, if you look, um, well, it depends on where in space you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not from the moon. No. But, but like if you, Anywhere I mean, okay, maybe like, like from, like if you just zoom out on Google, like if you go Google Earth and zoom all the way out, yeah. you can you can, you can see a gray blob that is all of the cement and concrete yeah. that is Houston. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. That's like, that's, that's urban, urban sprawl. Oh, that's urban. That is, yeah. yeah, that's literally urban sprawl. And that ties back to population and it ties back to how many babies are born per, per day. You know, I'm going to say this again. I said it earlier in the interview, or, you know, the interview you, you all just heard, that every day 385,000 babies are born in, in the, the world, world. In, the in, world. The world. in the world, not, not in America, US, in, the, in the world. Yeah, in the world. But that is that statistic is a, it's it's that's, that's a huge. booming statistic. It's a booming oh, statistic, sorry, yeah. no, and, and it, that contribute contributes to urban sprawl, uh-huh. right? We're, yeah. And so it's, it's just kind of scary to me. We're just going to need to keep finding because the solutions that we had found are not as sustainable yeah. as, like as we would have hoped. Yeah. So we're going to need to keep finding different solutions mm-hmm. to keep rethinking how we do things and not just using the old patterns that we got used to yeah. in order to, to make the best out of our resources, the best out of our mm-hmm. world and our time mm-hmm. on it. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Well, like I was trying to say. Yeah, we, we, can, we can go to spring break. All right, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so let's just... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna continue with that. And since you said move towards, let's move towards <laughs> spring break. I don't know if we're probably gonna upload an episode during spring break. Or I don't know if we'll record one. During yeah. Spring break. Nope. The Friday before. The Friday yeah. before, so I might be able to. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> Maybe. Oh. Anyways, yeah. We'll see. We'll yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. Listen to the previous episodes if if you haven't. All the other ones. Even if you have, listen to it again. Yes. Keep, keep, listen to it eight times. times. Twenty-two <laughs> yeah. minimum. Um, yeah. At least twelve. At least so, twelve. So since we have yeah. Michael, right? Yeah. What are you going to be doing for spring break? I know that my I don't remember which part of spring break it is, but my family is going to College Station for Ooh. a bit of spring break. Um, we're going to see an Aggie baseball game. Those are always fun, and it is you know the season for baseball so we can, mm. we can watch those games yeah um we're just going to stay up there we're going to probably uh go walk on AM campus for a mm. bit i think i have a meeting with um someone up there i think it's uh 504 something or other um maybe for what uh for my, my type 1 diabetes oh, i want to say that's okay. what it is but i'm not 
maybe for something else though. Maybe mm-hmm. one of like the department heads. I don't know. I'm, I'm meeting someone up there, and we're just gonna we were already planning to make the trip anyways, just to kind of walk around campus, see um, baseball game. I think there's a few other things we're planning on doing, although mm-hmm. I don't know if those are cemented in stone yet. But yeah, just a fun yeah. little family trip to College Station, and then probably a good bit of relaxing yeah. of reading. We've got the book for to read for English, so ah, we'll be reading yes. that, but maybe a bit of free reading as well. Ooh, what just, are you guys reading in English? What, yeah. what book did you get? Yeah, so for those of y'all that don't know, seniors are doing their senior seminar book right now in AP English, where we have a list of books we can pick um, to get to choose our top choices to read from. And we all got um, one of our top few choices um, and to, to read. And I was off of that list. Mm-hmm. And we each um, read that book. And then towards the end of the seminar, we're going to present on that book um, as a way to just, you know, Get, get a bit more just another book out there but also so the whole class can learn about those books as a reference for the AP test but the book I got was As I Lay Dying uh, I don't remember the author at this time that's a little bit sad but um, I have not started it yet but I picked it because it sounded like it was going to be a bit more of a lighthearted one mm-hmm. we've read a lot of really heavy stuff this we year have. not going to lie there there haven't been bad books but they've just uh, been really heavy and this one sounded from the overview like it may be a little bit of a lighter Lighter tale, um, so I figured might as well might as well go with it. Yeah. It's a mm-hmm. novel by William Faulkner. William Faulkner, yeah, that's not right. Okay, yeah. yeah. Which one did, did some of y'all get? Uh, I got Slaughterhouse Five. Oh, nice. I, I chose that one purely because uh, Miss Barry said time travel. That was my thought exactly. Yeah. So I, I really hope that it's a good time travel thing and that it's not just like one sentence, you know. But either way, it looks like a good book. It's by Kurt Vonnegut, and it's about, like, post-war, stuff like that. Yeah, it sounds interesting. I'm not an AP English, but I do have a good book recommendation. I'm just trying to get the... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's called Red Earth. I'm just trying to make sure... yeah, it's called it, Red Earth and Pouring Rain. Oh. It's about communism. It's it's not about communism. Is it uh, about environmentalism? No, it's it's a, it's about neither. Uh, the book is. I saw the description of the book and I, um, you know, I started reading it. So it, it's like three college students, and it's like uh-huh. stories inside of the story. Okay. So it like, it like intertwines each of the thing, and like uh-huh. when I see it, like I like to visualize what I what I uh-huh. try to see. Then, yeah, and it, it's just very unique because like it goes from one character to how like there's, it, it's very hard to explain. But it's like the character imagines a monkey and he makes a story out of the monkey. Okay. okay. So yeah, yeah that, that's basically a book. It's a really good book. Okay, yeah. That's what about you, <laughs> yeah, what about well, you? Well, so actually when Miss Barry was talking about this and all, I instantly came to me, I want to do Percy Jackson. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. That's not an option. I'm not in that class. I'm, I'm, I'm not in English this year. Um, but if I, I guess, you know, just kind of like Chris, if I had to recommend a book, I would, I would recommend, uh, I think, 2000, uh, 2001, Space Odyssey oh, okay. by Arthur C. Clarke. I need to read that at some point. Yeah, I've heard about yeah, that. Yeah, it's a very good book. I love it. It's very, very captivating. I mean, I don't think it has... You know, like a deeper meaning, like a lot of other books that you guys mentioned, but uh, but it's it's just a really good. Science it it kind of ties in with what we were talking about earlier with like the yeah. AI. Yeah, 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 yeah th- that that yeah it does. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, what are you going to be doing over spring break then? Yeah. Besides reading, uh, I think I think I'm going to be uh, I think working. Um, uh-huh. I'm actively looking for a job, um, so I hope I find one before that. And if I do, I'm planning on working all. Over it, so really excited for it. So I mean, I don't know. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. What about you? Where are you? 
Oh, 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 oh really? Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was weird, so I'll just go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I am... <laughs> <laughs> I am going up to New York to visit my brother, New York oh, City man. to be specific. The, the one that does a film major? Yes, my brother is a film major, so he's wrapping up his time at Baylor at their film school in New York. That's fine. And so I'm going to visit him, and when he's busy, I'll go out on my own in the city. But when he's not busy, I'll be spending time with him. And I think I might have an interview with uh, some presidential scholars thing that week. Depending oh, on whether or not oh, I know how the fine. timing of a week works. Yours? Uh, over Zoom. Oh, yeah. Uh, but Hit me I just got an email from that a couple minutes ago. So that's that's exciting. I can't wait yeah, to figure out luck. what that is about mm-hmm. uh, after we leave here today. Let us know. Yeah, I'll let you know. Yes, yes. Not everyone on the podcast. Let's <laughs> <I was> talk <talking laughs> about it. This is a need to know basis for the rest of the public. So it's a bonus. Does not need to know. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I want to tell you, I'll tell you. Uh, but that's pretty much what my spring break looks like uh also some of my friends coincidentally are also going to new york so i'm no gonna meet up with them yeah oh really yeah that's cool uh-huh wow that sounds I'm fun. so boring <laughs> chuck you're gonna have a good time i guarantee you do a research on that Chris, what about yeah you? uh i will be you know staying in waco fun uh i have some stuff to do you know i think last time when i said i have a project to do you're like, why are you? <laughs> I sound so overwhelmed. So <laughs> you're so, like, you're, yeah, you I'm gonna like be so cry. excited now. I'm gonna be finishing up my project <laughs> over parade. Oh, the skateboard one? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Skateboard <laughs> yeah. Okay. How's it coming? It's, 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 I don't know. I actually brought, I bought the wrong equipment. So oh, I have no. to return it and wait for that to come mm. in. Uh-huh. Uh, but I was talking with Chuck yesterday, um, making like a UML diagram. Okay. Which is like this, if, people that aren't in uh, computer science it's just like a a diagram (laughs) that you kind of visualize yeah like you can the the circuitry yeah almost it's almost like circuitry but it's like what the computer processes and what's the output okay so for, I don't want to get too boring, but it's just I'm trying to get the camera and the motor to work <laughs> together so the skateboard goes forward. That's that's basically what I'm going to be working on. <laughs> I don't want to get too in-depth with it. But <laughs> basically, it goes forward. At least, yeah. or at least hopefully. It's called, a, it's called a cruise board. Yeah, I, I've tried to make skateboards before and they only go sideways and it's what? really sad. <laughs> oh, I thought you were actually... No, I was kidding, I was kidding. <laughs> like, mm. can, can you even ride a skateboard? I cannot ride a skateboard. But you're making one. Yes. You should have made a. Weren't you wanting to do a bike at first? Ah, uh, yes. The bike. Ah. The problem is, I ha- I ride my bike to school. Uh-huh. So oh. if I use my one bike to that I ride to school, <laughs> then I. Uh, or just take it off. Like if you put it on a motor I'll or whatever. Walk. That was my initial plan. Have a camera and a motor. Mm-hmm. Uh, problem is, again, that's my only bike. Then I have to <laughs> yeah. self. Then. Not only will I be having the bike at school, but I'll be learning how to self-walk. Yeah. Which... What do you self-walk? What self-walk. Do you mean? I don't... I don't know. What I don't self-ride, self-walk, self-drive. All right. Self-walking? I don't understand. I'm sorry. It was smooth in my head. No, yeah, how you walk out of here. <laughs> I, that I, that no, happens I, to me I, a lot. Yeah. I autonomously walk. <laughs> Don't you already do that anyway? <laughs> I think that I think my niece is learning how to self-walk right now. 
I don't think that was a good joke. I think it mind. was. She's very young, so oh. she's learning how to. Or well, she knows how to walk. But <laughs> does your niece listen to our podcast? Uh, I don't think so. I'll have to ask my sister. Tell her to. Yeah. Uh, Harden, if you're listening, put her on a big headphone. Does I be listening to the podcast? Tell me. Text me. <laughs> All right. So, uh, preview of the future intro. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, vote, vote, <laughs> vote now. Vote now on whether or not you want that to be the intro. You heard a little snippet of it. Oh, welcome to the midway. Welcome to the midway. So, we just like to say thank you, Michael. For yeah, 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 thank you so much, Michael. Time yeah, four o'clock afternoon. Yeah, yeah. it was now. fun. You know? Yeah. And uh, thank you to Miss Smith too for having a talk with us earlier today. Or I don't think we have earlier. any birthdays this week, right? Uh, uh, no one's told me about a birthday. No, and uh, that's a reminder actually. Uh-huh. If you have a birthday or you know someone who has a birthday, tell us and we what can. What about you, Michael? Do you know out. anyone that's having a birthday that's up that's in the near future? Near. Me and my brother's birthday was yesterday, so happy birthday, happy birthday, birthday Michael. Michael. Happy. Michael's brother. Wait, you said you and your brother? No, no, just my brother. Oh, all right. My birthday is not for a little while longer. Is oh. he younger or older? He's younger. I'm the oldest. Uh, so he's like a little, yeah, Michael. little better. <laughs> for being the oldest? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seniors. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you. And we'll see you guys in the next, next episode. episode. Bye. Bye.